Let's look at some early busts and the big NFL news right now on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome to the show, everybody. This is FFT in 5, getting you caught up on the fantasy news and advice you need to know. Make sure you're listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. If you need your FBT fix in just five minutes, follow and stream us and that one on Spotify. Adam Azer and Jamie Eisenberg here. All right, Jamie, I'm going to get some of your busts. We're going to talk about these guys and many more on tomorrow's show with Heath Cummings or today's show. I do that all the time. Today's show, Fantasy Football Today. Uh, but let's start with J.J. Watts, the Cardinals. I know it's not necessarily a huge fantasy impact, but from a football standpoint, pretty cool. Uh, see, J.J. Watt, uh, you reunited with Hopkins, and this is going to be a dangerous team potentially. Potentially. I mean, uh, there's still you know a lot of holes to fill and some flaws, but uh, makes our defense better. You know, getting Chandler Jones back healthy and J.J. Watt added to that defensive line is pretty special. So uh, I'm sure more fuel for Russell Wilson to get out of Seattle. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I heard he doesn't like to get sacked, so maybe he'll sit those games out. All right, uh, so now we go from a former Texan to a... I don't know, maybe former Texan Will Fuller reportedly will not be franchise tagged, but he was a top 10 wide receiver in PPR on a per-game basis last year. We don't know where he'll end up right now. You have him as a bust as of now. How come? Well, if he does return to Houston, he may not have his quarterback. And as we saw last year, uh, stayed healthy for the majority of the season. Contract year, that's always a little nerve-wracking, especially when you find out that he was suspended for a performance-enhancing situation. So, did that help him stay healthy? I don't want to speculate on that, but I do think that, you know, you see this in every sport across the board. Whenever there's money on the line, sometimes those injuries aren't as problematic as they typically are when money's not on the line. So if the quarterback situation changes, if he's not as uh, productive as he was a year ago, which is what I think will be the case, he's somebody that I probably will end up avoiding. And you know how much I loved him going into last year. Circumstances are definitely different, though. If Deshaun Watson's back, Will Fuller's back, you think he can be a star again? He could. He absolutely could. But I think you have to pay a heftier price now than you did a year ago. Yeah, it doesn't seem like the most likely scenario anyway. Uh, Chris Carson, unlikely to be back with the Seahawks. He'll be 27 years old when the season starts. He's had a really good career. Uh, what do you think about it? You have him as an early bust. I think he leaves Seattle, and this is one that will definitely change if uh, two three weeks from now he signs with, let's say, in Atlanta, uh, Jets, uh, Dolphins, you know, any of the teams that are looking at, you know, a lead back situation. But I don't know if he's going to get that opportunity. You know, we'll find out what the market bears for him. But um, if he goes to a situation where he's not the guy, then it's easy to avoid. So this is just kind of taking a, a look ahead at what the, the prospects are for Chris Carson. So if he does not get a starting job, he's an easy guy to fade. David Montgomery, though, will not be an easy guy to fade. People are going to be attached to him because of the way he finished his last six games. He was spectacular, and he ended up as a top six running back. Sixth in non-PPR, fourth in PPR. Where do you think David Montgomery will go, and why do you have him as an early bust? I think he's going to end up going somewhere toward the end of round two, early round three. It's, uh, it's, it's fine you know, to take him in that range, depending on how many running backs go in the first couple of rounds, and we've already talked a lot about this, you know, especially uh, coming from me that I'm going to be heavy on running backs, but I do think you're going to be let down if you're expecting that type of player again. I think he'll still be a serviceable running back. I think he'll be a top 20 caliber running back, but I don't think he's going to be a top 10 guy, and I think that's going to be somewhat closer to the expectation, at least as of now. Tariq Cohen being back is going to be a problem in the passing game. We don't know what the quarterback situation will look like for the Bears. Is it going to be a guy that checks down to their running backs, or is it going to be somebody that looks more downfield or maybe runs a little bit more? So uh, we have two years of a sample size of David Montgomery. I think he falls somewhere in between but I don't think he does what he did a year ago with Cohen back on the field. So I know Heath has Clyde Edwards-Elair as an early bust. Would you take Clyde or, or Montgomery? 
As of now, I would take Montgomery just because I think Damian Williams is going to be back or they're going to add somebody else in the mix. I don't think Edward Slayer is going to be alone. So um, upside, I think, still favors Montgomery in that comparison. So I don't think it's a bad call by Heath to have Edward Slayer as a bust. But I also think that Edward Slayer is probably going to be drafted after Montgomery. So uh, the value will probably be better for Edward Slayer. Well, we got a lot more coming for you. If you want some early busts on the Fantasy Football Today podcast, check that one out on Spotify. For Jamie Eisenberg, I'm Adam Azer. We'll talk to you later this week on Fantasy Football Today in 5.